Hello and welcome to a new episode of Rest Period. I'm Chris. <laughs> I'm Mauricio. And I'm not Shane, because again, Shane isn't here. He's left us for another man. Or woman, actually. His wife. I think a woman. Yep. Anyway, well, once his child is born, he won't have any excuses as to why he can't show up. Well, actually, that's what I've been really worried about, because if this is what he's like without having a child, imagine him with a baby. Be like, <laughs> oh, no, sorry, guys. I got to change diapers. Oh, no, sorry, guys. I got to go to daycare. Oh, no, sorry, guys. I got a daddy and me class. Oh, no, sorry, guys. I got to take my kid to school. Oh, no, sorry, guys. I got to gotta take my kid to pick up his homecoming date. Oh, no, sorry, guys. I got to do a wedding for, with my kid. Oh, uh, no, sorry, guys. You know, and and then Jeez. it's just, just where do we fit in? You know, I feel like we, we're being phased out. I agree with everything you've just said, good sir. Thank you, sir. Yes. Also, you know what the best part about all this is? What? He's not going to have any idea what we said because he doesn't even listen to the goddamn show. <laughs> I know. He's such a twisted person. <laughs> he really hey, guys, is. we should start a podcast. Okay, great. We will. And what's great is we can't dump him. Like, we still need him. We love him. I know. That's the thing. It's, that's, I guess that's sort of the anatomy of a toxic relationship. Yep. Shane, if you ever hear this, you're the toxic one. Yeah. We are sweet, like honey and molasses. Or like Nutella. Oh, yes. Nutella. We're like the Nutella in this relationship, whereas you're like the Sour Patch Kid that never got any sweet flakes on it. (laughs) Ew. Yeah. So just sour and toxic. Yeah. 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 And, you know, to our listeners, you guys might think we're treating Shane pretty harshly, but let's just be honest. He treats us pretty harshly. He does. We had a whole discussion about his ghosting of us. Yeah. And you know what his response to that was? Lol. Yeah, he he didn't keep ghosting us, though, which was kind of nice. He stopped ghosting us. Now he answers, but he just answers and says, sorry, guys, I'm busy. It's like the next worst thing to ghosting. Like, it's just he's acknowledging the ghosting. Yeah, he's he's like when a girl isn't really interested and she just keeps being like, yeah, I can't. I'd love to, but I'm really busy. And then you're like, "Okay." And then the next week you're like, hey, so, yeah, drinks Friday night. And then. She's like, yeah, you know, I have this thing. And then you're just kind of like, okay, um, maybe we should talk about this. And she's like, yeah, you know, I'm really busy. And then you're like, okay, well, can I just ask a question? She's like, yeah, sure. What? And you're like, well, are we still dating? <laughs> Where did you get that text message exchange out from? From Shane. <laughs> Heck yeah. Booyah. Booyah. Got him. <laughs> Great. Oh, <clears throat> hey guys, sorry, were you recording? <clears throat> sorry, I'm late. Oh. <laughs> okay, so as I was saying- You were supposed to play along. Oh. You were supposed to go, oh, hey, Shane, thanks for joining. And then I would have felt like I could have become an actor. I'm, I'm sorry. It's just, I wasn't convinced is all, and I'm, I'm, I apologize for not playing my part. It's okay. To be honest, I never actually wanted to be an actor. That was never on my career dream list. Hmm. You could have been yeah. you could have done pretty well for yourself, but you know, to each his own. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, speaking of to each their own, um you were going to tell me something. Yes. Yes. I changed attire today. Congratulations. Thank you. You have become an adult. That's true. And by today, I mean yesterday. And by tire, I don't mean the kind of tire you're probably thinking of. 
What kind of tire do you think I'm talking about? Uh, a, a tire for a car? Like a, like a spare tire? Right. That's what you would think, but that's not what I changed. I changed a bike tire. Lol. <laughs> You've never changed one before? A, um, a motorcycle tire? Yes. A bicycle tire? No. What kind of childhood did you have? Um, I guess I never had flats, honestly. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, like, I, I had a bike as a kid and then up until, like, I was 13 or so. And I don't remember ever getting a flat tire. I don't remember ever getting on my bicycle and being like, like, I mean, I definitely pumped it up, but then it would stay pumped up. You know what I mean? Like, I never had the problem of like, oh, man, my tire's busted. Got to get dad to get me a new one or whatever. Oh, well, for me, it was... You know, just kind of a daily or almost, like at least I mean, that's a little exaggerated, but at least weekly occurrence where I go, dad, I got another flat tire and he'd be like, great, here's the tire patching kit. So then I have to go to my bicycle, take off the wheel, take off the tire, patch the tire, do that whole thing and then put it back and all that. And then I could ride my bicycle again. Right. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Because I had a normal childhood. I mean, I did. I guess I just rode really well and never like went over thorns or glass or other sharp objects. That's not riding well. That's riding in a groomed, privileged neighborhood. <laughs> I lived in a trailer park as a kid. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't like there, like there was nothing wrong with it. But obviously, if you live in a trailer park, it's low income. You know, like it wasn't yeah. privileged. I mean, that was probably till like the age of like, I don't know, 11. Hmm. So, you know, and I did most of my bike riding before that age. So, yeah. <laughs> what what did you do after you turned 11? Oh, I got my own, you know, um, Corvette. Nice. Yeah. No, I, I lived on a like a really steep hill. So mm -hmm. riding a bike, like if you wanted to ride on a flat surface first, I would have to bike like, well, honestly, I'd have to walk because the thing was too steep and I never had a bike with gears. So mm. I would have to like walk probably five minutes up just to get to like a side street, maybe not five minutes, but whatever, just to go to like a short side street that went, um, you know, side to side. So it was flat. And I made the mistake once of going down the hill just to go fast or whatever. And I started mm -hmm. to go back up, but I didn't realize how far I had gone. And mm -hmm. I didn't have a cell phone because I grew up whatever. And it wasn't even that we couldn't afford a cell phone by that point. By the time we moved to that house, it was just like, my parents didn't want me to have a cell phone because they thought I was too young. Um, mm -hmm. And so like, I just knocked on some random person's door and was like, hi, I made a mistake. Can I borrow your phone to call my mom, please? <laughs> and then I called my mom and I'm like, hey, mom, can you pick me up? And she's like, where the hell are you? And I was like, listen, just come get me. Where are you? Excuse me, mister. What's your address? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh you know, speaking of childhood and bicycles, I actually just realized I hate my neighbors. <laughs> your current neighbors or your childhood neighbors? No, my childhood neighbors. Damn. Yeah, because so because I, I was just thinking about this today, actually, for some odd reason, it just came up and I realized, man, I didn't have to wear a helmet when I was riding my bicycle. Oh, yeah. Right. But then at some point that changed. I was wondering, like, OK, wait, why did I have to start wearing helmets? And then I realized, oh, yeah. My stupid neighbors, they saw me riding around being the cool kid, you know, riding my bicycle, not wearing a helmet, not giving any, you know, blanks. And so then my neighbor's children, I guess, like their offspring were like, hey, why don't you have a helmet on? I was like, 
why would I have a helmet on? I like living in freedom. And then they were like, well, you have to have a helmet on until you're 16. And I was like, "Mm, I'm sorry. Last time I checked, this was a free country. (laughs) And then they were like, yeah, no, it's not. And I was like, then why did we come here? And then they were like, no, you, I'm serious. You have to wear a helmet until you're 16. And I was like, that's not true. And then they were like, mom. And I was like, are you serious right now? So then the mom comes and she's like, oh, yeah, you need to be wearing a helmet until you're 15. And I was like, mm, I don't I don't think that's a thing. Like, my parents don't follow that rule. <laughs> and so then they went to my house and talked to my parents or my parents were outside. I don't know. They talked to my parents somehow and were like, yeah, your kids have to wear helmets when they ride bicycles. It's the law until they're 16. And so then um, we had these like weird random, you know, like kids have helmets, but they're not like bicycle helmets. They're like, uh, I mean, nowadays it's like a stormtrooper helmet or like a marshmallow helmet or whatever. But at the time it was like a skateboarder helmet. No, like a fireman's helmet or something like like, a you know, those like just plastic. It's not actually a helmet. It has no protective. Oh, you know, oh, but it's okay. just like a hat basically that looks like a helmet. Okay. Um, and you just like plop it on your head and then you look like a, I don't know, a, a construction man or a fireman or whatever. And you have like, it's a, like a hard hat. Yeah. Okay. And so, but it's not actually a hard hat. Like it's like soft, malleable plastic. Like it's made for wow. just kids to play with. Right. Like it's not it, it it's not sold in the helmet aisle. It's sold in the like costume aisle or whatever, right? <laughs> like you're getting the idea? I got it. So yeah, so we had some of those. And so my parents were like, Yeah, whatever, just wear these. And we're like, Okay. <laughs> and so then we're like riding around with these hats. <laughs> anyway. And then great. Yeah. So that worked out pretty well until at some point, I don't know how it escalated from there, but it it became like a no you actually have to have bicycle helmets so then we had to go to the store and get bicycle helmets and i don't know about you but bicycle helmets look pretty stupid like i get what they're useful for and as an adult looking at children zipping around on bicycles i'm like oh man they really should have a helmet you know but as a kid when you go from being free to having to wear a bicycle helmet pretty much the most uncool moment in your life no i know i know so, so I have I have a few thoughts on that. One is I totally get the sentiment. Um, yeah, I was I was fortunate. I w- I never got ratted out. I never had to wear a helmet as a kid. Man, I know I lived a good life in that regard. But yeah. it's funny because I started recently riding a bicycle, like you know, for exercise and just kind of getting around town or whatever without you know, just because it's fun, convenient. I live in downtown area, so it's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I need a helmet because like. Mm. I've now ridden motorcycles since mm-hmm. like I was a kid and like, you mm-hmm. know, used it as a daily commuter. I've crashed in them and had it not been for a helmet. I probably I don't know. I'm not I'm I'm not saying I would have died, but like because they weren't like insane crashes or anything like that or super high speed. But on mm-hmm. one of them, I would have knocked my head real bad. And who knows what damage that could have done? You know what I mean? Yeah. The sidewall one, right? Like the one where you like slid under the thing. Right, exactly. Yeah. But like when I landed, I landed on my on my arm on my side, and then I, oh, like, okay. you know, it like you're, you know, you're. Even though my head didn't hit first, my head whipped onto the ground. And right. had it not been for the helmet, I who knows what would have happened. But because of the helmet, I had no concussion, no nothing, right? Because I mean, they did like the MRI yeah. and the CAT scan or whatever it is that they did, where you put you in the big machine that worse. Anyway, <laughs> a big machine that worse. <laughs> I mean, that's what it does. Oh, and they give you this thing that they put in your blood or whatever to like, so that way it shows up more on the imaging. Mm. It mm-hmm. burns like hell. 
In your blood? Yeah, it's something they put in your it's like No, a, it burns in your blood? Yeah, for like for like for like the first like ten seconds. I think they were converting you to a vampire. Mm, perhaps. Anywho, so I have like those experiences. And so when I got the bicycle, I was like, I want a helmet. Cause like I'm not so much worried about crashing because like I hit a pothole or I went over a tire track or something, right? And like I lost control. Cause I'm not riding, I'm not like, you know, um professional rider going downhill doing 30, 40 miles an hour on a bicycle. I'm doing mm-hmm. tops 15. Like I'm not too worried about falling. What I am mm-hmm. worried about though is if a car hits me. Well, let me ask you this question. If a car hits you, how's a helmet gonna prevent your leg from breaking? Um the leg, I have more faith in the ability of my leg to heal than in my ability to heal from serious head damage. Mm. That's the that that that's my main thing because I looked at it the same way I do at motorcycle safety equipment. I mm-hmm. will ride like the bare minimum I will ride with are just regular shoes, jeans, and a t-shirt because I know if I crash, my arms might get shredded, my legs might get shredded. I might need cons- reconstructive plastic type surgery or whatever to like you know patch the skin mm-hmm. stuff might break, but I know it will heal. But I know if I don't wear a helmet and crash in a crash like that, I might not recover mentally. Right. And that's how I think about it. Right. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that said, gear is important. And so like, unless I, I usually always wore like a motorcycle jacket, my motorcycle shoes, but you know, sometimes like you said, like as a kid, you just want to be free, man. Yeah. You just want to embrace the fact that you're living in America. Seriously. Like when I was in, um, in Florida, I borrowed a friend's bike because in Florida, they mm-hmm. have a no helmet law for motorcycles. You just have to have mm-hmm. life insurance. So mm-hmm. I was of age. I had life insurance and he was like, yeah, bro, take it out for a spin. And like, dude, it was so sick doing like 80 miles an hour on a motorcycle with not, without a helmet. It was amazing. But then but then I made the mistake of like looking at the ground like while going 80 miles an hour, just like glance down. And I just mm-hmm. saw that it was me the bike and the road and i was i might as well just been naked like yeah like it hit me and i got terrified not like yeah. terrified like oh my god i can't do this anymore like i kept going and still and i was like screw it like i'm st- i'm going to have fun for like the next 15 minutes i have this for cuz like i wasn't going out for that long of a ride either so mm-hmm. i was like i was I, I definitely like enjoyed it but i had that moment that aha moment where i was like Oh God, I could not do this as a daily thing. Like I might do it again yeah. on an empty road just to like feel the wind in my hair or something like that. But like yeah. as like a daily thing, like how some people in Florida do. I'm like, <laughs> I'm good, man. Like also riding in Florida sucks. So there's that too. It, yeah. <laughs> See, I actually learned how to ride in Florida on a friend's motorcycle and you know, without a helmet because helmet law. I didn't have life insurance because I didn't realize that was the particular particulars. That those were the particulars of the right. law. At any rate, I was I just kind of thought, oh yeah, no helmet law, and it you know it is fun. It's definitely fun. It's exhilarating. There's nothing like being on a motorcycle without a helmet. But two things: one, yeah, like you said, when you look down at the ground or even just sit around uh, at cars or things that you're riding by, and then you kind of process how exposed you are, it freaks you out. And two. Like I, I mean, riding here in Oregon is in the spring is definitely, I think, different to a certain extent. Like the, the amount of flies and bugs and butterflies, like I have to (laughs) clean my visor and my whole helmet 
every time I ride because I actually, by the end of the t- ride, have a hard time seeing through it with the amount I, of bugs yes, that are on there. I'm, I know of this. Yeah. So with that, I'm kind of like riding without a helmet sounds fun until you realize that when you don't have a helmet, that's all on your face. Right. And then there's also just the like, it's this is such a this is vain thing, but you know when you're I, I don't know if you've experienced this, but when you ride without a helmet, at least on the bike that I have right now, the Ducati Monster, when you have a helmet on, it sounds like deep and throaty and like super bassy and like yeah. Hashtag brag. Sounds like super cool and aggressive. When I don't have my helmet on, it sounds like I'm like, oh no, quick, put the helmet back on. And it's back to like, oh, that's funny. So, yeah, so it's actually, it's it's just sounds so much better with a helmet on. Do you have a stock muffler? Well, I've, yeah, it's two of them, but yeah, I, there's, it's all stock. I don't, I don't know what exactly it has because I know like the Yamaha that we had had like a ton of filtration. And when you took all that off, it sounded crazy good. But on the monster, it's already pretty loud. Oh, okay, okay. From factory, okay. yeah. But it's just it's it's not as that. It's a lot more high pitched when. Sure, sure. I mean, it's yeah. an Italian bike. I'm sure. Um, what, what's the what? Where does it start redlining? Um, shoot, I don't know. There isn't a redline because it's a digital tack. Yeah, it's um, okay. This is getting. This is probably getting a little too specific for some of our listeners. Yeah, but the operating range, like to make the motorcycle not shake and shudder and freak out, is like you have to rev the engine pretty high. So you're pretty much always at like a. <laughs> that's great. And that's just like cruising along down the freeway. Yeah, it's you pretty have nice. To, obviously. Yeah. You, I mean, you have to. If you have a motorcycle, you have to just. Okay. Thank you for that. And to all our listeners who are trying to fall asleep, <laughs> you're welcome. For real. Okay. So back to the main topic at hand. I changed a bicycle tire yes. yesterday. Congratulations. Thank you. How does that make you feel? Accomplished. Because, like, first of all, I didn't need to actually change it. I just needed to patch it. But I didn't realize that until after I bought the bicycle, the the new inner tube, and had started to put it on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, I bet you this is just like a tiny hole in the original inner tube. And so then I did, like, the, mm-hmm. the test, you know, with the water and stuff to see if how many holes and, you know, fill it with air, see where the mm-hmm. air is coming out of. And it was just one little, like, pinhole. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, easily patchable. I mean, shoot, I could have yeah. probably put some, like, duct tape and it would have been fine. I mean, I, I didn't and wouldn't have because, obviously, the tube needs to expand. But you know what I mean, right? Like, like it was yeah. so small. So, lesson learned there. That said, <laughs> bicycle tires, at least the inner tubes, are way, are so cheap. It was, like, $7, right? Wow. Like, I remember when I had to change my motorcycle tire, I... Like, because you don't want crap tires on a motorcycle. I don't necessarily mind crap tires on a car because like crap meaning cheap ones, right? Like new, but cheap. But with like the motorcycle, especially like yeah. if it's like sporty and stuff and you're a little bit of a hooligan, um, you want some better, some better tires. And so, you know, it was like a hundred and it was like 130 bucks for one for one tire, not a pair, not nothing, just one tire. And I was like, damn. And that's. And that's lucky you. Where do you get your tires? Because that's true. Oh, really? Because that was um wow yeah because right. that was like God that I think... wasn't even like one of the mm-hmm. most that was probably like 
a middle tier tire because they had tires that i mean they've had some tires that started around like 400 but those were like the super sticky Ooh. like race tires Jeez. um but like the higher end yeah. tires were around like 200 like those are like the um oh god i'm going on blank on the name it starts with the p pirellis pirellis that's what i put on the bike when i yeah, had it i didn't go that expensive but those were like about 200 right salesman yeah. got me then he was like you, you don't need, need pirellis these, man those are those are <laughs> you don't need those they're nice but you don't need them not not for the kind of writing we did um yeah. <laughs> also anyway so um yeah it was like 130 because the cheap tires were like 70 yeah i wouldn't yeah that would be no fun like, I wouldn't even do that for, like, my car. Like, when I changed all four tires on my car somewhat recently, well, like, six months ago, mm -hmm. I, uh, the cheap tires, I think it was, like, like less than 300 for all four. What? Yeah. I, remember, this is, like, a compact car, though, not, like, an SUV or an, a European car. So, it was, like, Golly. yeah, it was so cheap, but I didn't go with those because I'm, like, that just seems too cheap. So, I bought the ones that were, like, about 500 for the, all four. Um, yeah. And they were running a sale, so labor was free, so that was nice. Also, oh. in thinking about it, it doesn't take that long to change out tires. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, and I will say, though, that, you know, with, with tires, I think, I mean, obviously, a large part of the price is, like, you get what you pay for, yeah. you know? And, and it like, obviously, I think on immediate performance, like, you know, a cheap tire is going to, you're going to drive your car just as well with cheap tires as you will with more expensive tires, unless you're a psychopath. <laughs> hooligan but it how long they last and how evenly they wear and all that that's definitely dependent on the quality of the rubber and the build and all that so i think that's where people might go oh well i'm gonna save 200 dollars by getting the super cheap set it's like yeah but you're actually gonna lose 300 dollars more because you're gonna have to buy them twice in the time that you would have been able to keep the original right that's the other thing i thought about that really made me also purchase the more expensive ones because like you're absolutely right. The really cheap ones, I forget the exact numbers, but like the life of them was like, I don't know, I think maybe like 30,000 miles mm -hmm. guaranteed for the life of the tire. Whereas the ones I bought are like, what was it, like 60,000? Mm -hmm. Right. So literally, like exactly what you said, double the life mm -hmm. and not double the price. I mean, almost double the price. I mean, they were almost 300 and what I bought was 500. Yeah. But still but at least you can flex with your more expensive tires like you can't you can't really flex like your your econo tires but you can like yeah i paid middle tier price for these dude dude i got some sick sticky michelin tires for my 2016 chevy cruise the sport cup twos i don't think that's michelin <laughs> though that's who is that who doesn't makes... matter we get what you're talking about yeah speaking of tires i actually had to change a tire recently oh yeah yeah on my car a tire I, my car, okay, so some cars come with, yeah, some cars come with a full-size spare. Mine does they not. Do? Yeah, like. Wait, which cars come with full-size spares besides, like, Jeeps? Mm, some, some Mercedeses, some Porsches. I mean, you like, it's usually you pay extra, but, like, you can get a really nice full-size spare depending on, yeah, the brand and all that. Um, right. Also, all the cars you mentioned are, like, higher-end cars, which makes, like, that is not surprising that they have it. Had you said like, oh yeah, the 2020 Toyota Corolla or whatever, I would have been like, for real? Toyota's yeah. throwing down money on full spares? Yeah, that's true. But but I will say that I did expect a full-size spare for my car. The uh, the Ford? Yeah, because it's 
it's an explorer sport you know it's like twice the price of a normal explorer it has all the safety features like all these things that you pay extra for right and here i am <laughs> thinking like yeah you know i have inflatable seat belts like I'm sure I have a full-size bear, right? So then... <laughs> Inflatable seatbelts. Literally, my seatbelts are airbags. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. Okay. I showed them to you when you were here. They're awesome. I, I know, and I forgot about that, so I'm like reliving that moment, and it's yeah. amazing. They're for all the kids I don't have. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, funny story, actually, just on that note. Sorry, I'm going all over the place. But one time I showed up to a date and in this car, and the girl was like, wait do you have kids? <laughs> and I was like, no, why? She was like, because of your car. And I was like, I guess I do look like a soccer dad. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. That said, I would love to have your car. I. It's a fantastic car. It's so great. It's a good car. See, the thing is like, I'm not huge in SUVs unless they're like, unless they have something that makes them great. Yeah. Um, yours has something that makes it great. It's the sporty version. I mean, if you had some different tires, you could do some pretty decent off-roading. I mean, you can still do some semi-decent off-roading with what you have. Um, it's like, it freaking goes, it handles great. Yeah. And it has inflatable seatbelts and there's so much room. Like when we did our little road trip thing, like it was oh my so God, fun. Was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a Ford. So it's like, uh, uh, you know, there's arguments that go back and forth about whether it's reliable or not. But I, I'll say this, whether it's reliable or not, it's a Ford. So fixing anything is super cheap. Sure. You know, so. also it's new. So it's going to be like one thing, like say what you will about car brands and their reliability. Most new cars are always reliable, at least for the first few years. You know, that's true. Except for certain brands that I don't want to mention because in case they want to sponsor us. Um, <laughs> exactly. Smart, smart. Smart move. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I haven't really had any issues with it. The only issues that I have had with it have been, you know, like mostly due to things that I have done to the car. Um, but anyway, so I completely lost my chance. Oh, so I changed a tire. So the reason that I had to change a tire is because I ran over a hammer. Why would you run over a hammer? I don't. I've done this in other people's cars, too. And what? Yeah. Where? I don't know what it is about me and running over hammers, but I've done it before. When you say before at this same place, you currently live and work. No, like in California. Wow. Yeah. That what are the chances? Yeah. So anyway, so I was driving through this intersection on So I'm leaving this town, right? I'm like on my way out. It's not even like you're leaving like a garage or something. It's like on the road. Yes. It's like straight up in the middle of an intersection, right? So I'm like crossing the final intersection before hitting you know, 15 miles of highway. Right. And right. so I'm driving and I see a thing. And I'm like, Oh, what's that? And I like, but I don't decide to swerve. Cause I'm like, ah, that's probably fine. And then I hear gunk, and I was like, ah, whatever. We're good. And then as I'm <laughs> entering the freeway merging or highway, you know, it's a county country, you know, highway, I'm entering the highway yeah, yeah, yeah. merging on all of a sudden I get a TPMS, uh, warning. I'm like, oh, what? great tire pressure monitoring system tpms okay i love how you said that like i'm supposed to know what that acronym means well because it usually shows up it says like tpms or whatever when you have something doesn't it usually when you have a flat or whatever and you have the sensor isn't it usually just like a symbol versus the actual acronym maybe the acronym is part of it but like isn't there also like a tire symbol like kind of flat or yeah it's like it's a tire symbol kind of flat then it says tpms alert or something and then it shows me my tire pressure and then it shows it just dropping like as i'm driving it's going from like you know 
it was probably like 40 or something because it was like a hot day. And then like 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 5, 0. And then I'm just like, great. I'm screwed. And then I was like, I'm probably still fine to drive. And I start, I keep driving a little bit. And it's like, go, 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 go. I was like, you all right. You can't. Okay. Pull over. So I pull over. I'm glad you did because you can't. God. Yeah. Well, anyway, so I pull over and I, I get out of the car and I'm parked like in front of this dude's house that looks like he has like 15 shotguns pointed at me. You know, that kind of the country house where like, yeah, this guy, like I do not want to be on his lawn. And so I'm kind of like in the street as much as possible, but I'm still kind of encroaching. So I open my trunk and open the spare tire thing for the first time ever. And oh, and to do that, it was really difficult, actually, because I had to push the button to make my third row kind of fold up automatically and all that so anyway and then i had to unscrew a screw lift the thing up and then i look down and there's this like just abomination of a tire yeah and i was like great so then and oh keep in mind this happened on a sunday at 5 15 oh everything's closed everything's closed right so i was like okay great so then i unscrew the spare tire and i pull it out like okay where's the jack you know where's like how like where's the screws and stuff like how am i gonna actually make my car go up in the air to take off the tire right so then i'm like i find this thing that looks like it could be a jack and then there's this thing that looks like it would fit over one of the lug nuts but it's not attached to anything and it's like this weird well it's attached to the whole there's this assembly right and and then i see there's this really thin handle thing attached to it that kind of looks like it might fold out like oh boy i think i have to put this together right so then it becomes this sort of did you ever play with erector sets like as a kid where you have like all the screws and you get to build something well it's this i guess it's more of a european toy but it's like it's like legos but instead of you building blocks together you get all these pieces of metal and all these different screws and washers and all that and you actually build stuff anyway it's like an erector set of a jack and I have to, and I cannot for the life of me figure out how to get the the screwdriver, the wrench off of the jack because it's like fixed on it and it's like screwed together and all that. Did you reference the user ma- manual at all? Yes. And I, because I, I keep that in glove compartment, right? So I open the thing for the first time too. I'm like flipping through how to change the tire and it's like, oh, remove the wrench from the jack. And I'm looking at it like, okay, I have a significantly above average IQ, right? Like I'm not in an idiot like <laughs> i god damn way to humble brag bro well i'm just saying right like i'm not I mean, stupid it's, it's, it's true you're right? not dumb you're yeah. not dumb you're definitely smarter than most but the way you said it it's just that was gold well here's the thing right so i'm looking at this thing and it says like remove wrench from thing or whatever right and i'm reading this user manual and i'm like okay listen up i'm not stupid i would argue that i'm above average And yet this manual is allegedly written for the average person and theoretically for the below average, right? Because it's not it's not a European car. So it's not made for Germans who like half of them went to engineering school, right? It's made for Americans who (laughs) like a large percentage of the population didn't go to college or whatever, right? Like there's it's not like the U.S. has geniuses. The U.S. has great things, but it's not known as like (laughs) the country of geniuses. Right. So I was like, so me being a relatively intelligent human being should be able to figure this stupid thing out. Right. I can't. I'm struggling with it for like 20 minutes. And finally, I'm like sweating. I haven't eaten dinner. It's hot. Like, I don't want to just keep running the car with the AC because I'm like, this is just stupid. So I was like, fine. I pull up my app and I I was so dumb. I, I was like, I cannot believe that I'm doing this but i had to do the 
um because i have roadside assistance with ford because i have the like i don't know it's in the app and i press a button and then they sure. they say you know what do you need and i'm like as i'm typing like i have a flat tire and i can't figure out how to put on the spare like i just feel my manhood like being <laughs> removed just just on ah uh, it was so horrible right you had to turn in you had to turn in your man card yeah and so then i I'm I'm waiting for the tow truck to come, right? Because they send a tow Wait, truck. You call the tow truck? Well, it's roadside assistance, right? They always come in a tow truck because in case you, they need oh, to pull you oh, out of a ditch oh, or whatever. Oh. There's the, right. the options list in there is so funny. It's like I've slid off the road and it's like, what are the conditions? Snow, mud, sand, whatever. And because I, I had to use this app before because I slid backwards <laughs> down a muddy right. hill. Yeah, <laughs> um, that was really dumb. But there was no way I was coming back up. And so anyway, so then I, I, it says like the person's going to be there in like 25 minutes or something. Right. I'm like, golly. So finally, as it's like, oh, your tow truck will be arriving soon. I finally figure out how to get this stupid wrench off of the jack. Right. Mm -hmm. So then I'm like, all right, let's get to work, you know? And so then I jack the car up and then I'm like, all right, time to loosen the lug nuts. And then I realized, dang it. You're supposed to loosen the lug nuts when the wheel is still on the ground, because otherwise the wheel is just flopping all over the place while you're trying to unscrew it. Like, shoot. So I have to lower the car back down. And keep in mind, this isn't one of those, like, easy lift jacks. This is one of those jacks where you're sitting there screwing it for, like, an eternity. Yeah. And it's just hey, slowly. I, I know I know those jacks. Yeah. They are such a pain. They're miserable. Like, my Jeep that I had, the, the Cherokee, it was like a Cherokee XJ. It came with a yeah, hydraulic yeah. jack where you literally just go like tap, 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 tap. And I was like, just. Yeah, that said that that's the, the big one, right? The big what? Oh, no, 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 no. That was the one you had recently. Yeah, my little like just. Yeah. So, right. But so I get okay, the car sorry. jacked up. I, get, I figure out finally like, oh, no, you got to lower it. So I lower it, loosen the lug nuts, take off the wheel, which my wheel is actually pretty heavy. <laughs> so, you know, good thing I lift. Anyway, I get the spare <laughs> thing on it. And then the tow truck person arrives and he sees me and he's probably thinking like, why did this dude call me? He anyway. And so then, but then he did help me with one thing, which is I didn't, I, I would have forgotten that I have to tighten the lug nuts once the car is back on the ground. Like you tighten it obviously while it's in the air. And then once it's back on the ground, you have to tighten them again just to make sure. Cause now there's a load on it. So anyway, right. he helped me remember that. And so then he was like, all righty, jolly good you show on your way. No, I, there's no way I don't have, I didn't have a wallet or anything. Like I was just, I use Apple pay, but it didn't cost anything because it's Ford roadside assistance, right? 24 no, hours. I know. But you're supposed to, you're supposed to tip the, the tow truck guy. Well, I was giving you a hard time. I didn't expect you to have cash. Didn't do anything. Like he told me, make sure you tighten them. <laughs> like, okay, here's 20 yeah, bucks. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so then I went on my way, right. And I drove the 20 miles back home. And now here's where the fun really starts. Mm-hmm. I was like, I really need a new tire, right? Like, I got to get this get this figured out, right? Like, I need a tire so that I can... Because the skinny tires, you can only drive like 150 miles on them, right? They're not rated for long. And you can only huh. drive... Usually, they're only rated for like 50 miles. Oh, maybe they are. I don't know. But anyway, mine also, the way that... It, I mean, it's so dinky, right? So first, my car looked so ratchet because it's this, like, nice new <laughs> SUV with, like, these nice, like, extra large, like, alloy wheels and there's just, like, this dinky piece of crap, like... Uh, anyway. I know. I get it. So then, 
I and you can't drive over 55 miles an hour either because it throws the balance of the car off like so bad that your whole car just shakes and you think you're going to fall like you're going to break off the wheel or something. So I drive like 30 miles, you know, with my hazards on to get a new tire. This is after I'd already driven the 20 miles to get back home, right? I drive 30 miles to go to a tire store that apparently was open, right? But they didn't answer their phone, right? I called them like 15 times, no answer. So then I was, was like, it Les Schwab? No, it was some other thing because it was in Salem and it was like, it was Les oh, Schwab. You was, gone to Les Schwab well, they were closed because it was like, oh. it was, I guess it was like a Sunday and there was some holiday or something. I don't know, but this tire store was apparently open. So get there. And they look at the thing and they're like, oh, yeah, we don't have that tire in stock. Like, we don't. <laughs> and I was like, oh, uh, um, oh, OK. So then I had to drive all the way back home, put another 30 miles on it. Right. So now I'm up to like 50, 60, 70 miles. You're at 80. 80 miles. Wow. It's been a long day. So I'm at 80 miles on this tire. Right. Wait, this was today. Huh? This was today. No, this is this was a while back when I changed the tire. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. So anyway, so then finally I get it to Ford, who does have the right tire, and I lucked out because being that it's an all-wheel drive vehicle, usually you have to actually replace all four tires if you're replacing one because of the way that the balance works and all that. I don't understand For sure. fully, right? But they were like, "Your wear looks good. You're gonna be totally fine with just one new tire." So then I only had to buy one new tire at the right. end of all that. Yeah. Well, that's why I bought all. That's why I bought four. Right. When I changed because I had to change one because I had gotten a flat. Mm -hmm. But I changed all four because of that reason. I mean, it's partly that, but also partly like the tires I had were already getting low on tread. Like they were going to need to get replaced within that year anyway. So like it's not like it's not like I just bought them like a few months ago or that they still had like a couple years left. You know what I mean? Because that would have sucked. Yeah. They st it was they were, you know, they um they were going to get replaced anyway. So I kind of lucked out in that regard. Yeah. But that's really that's really nice. Yeah. So anyway, I lost I lost a few man points in in that endeavor. But I think I gained them back because that's I, I had a new tire then. There you, there you go. How much was your tire Two something? <laughs> nice. Yeah. I um one thing I thought about while during your story mm -hmm. that. I don't know if this makes me like a psychopath, overly like concerned about my own well-being or yes. just a little bit of everything. Um, but like every time I get a new car or a new car to me, mm -hmm. motorcycle, whatever, mm -hmm. I always read the owner's manual. I mean, I'll skip parts like when it starts talking about certain things. I mostly read it for like knowing anything peculiar about the car. Um, usually there's nothing peculiar, but just like there's certain, like each car handles a little bit different, whatever. There's usually some kind of notes on them. And then the most important thing is to read what, what is the maintenance schedule just to get an idea. And then, and then, um, to know if I have a, if I have a spare and to know how to use that spare equipment. Um, and like, I also like maybe once a month, once every couple months, I mean, I'm not super rigorous on this. Um, but I'll check my spares air pressure and fill it up as needed. That makes you a psychopath. No, it just, I, I want to say it makes me feel like I'm prepared for the apocalypse. I mean, it does also make you a really, really good potential father, you know, like you're checking for safety. I mean, that's, that is good. You should do that. Uh, these are all things that one should do, but it's just no normal person does them. So 
Right. Well, the whole manual reading thing, I do it once. I don't I'm not like referring back to it unless I need to change the tire. Yeah. Um. Anyway, also, I'm like not going to lie. I'm pretty. I have some solid experience changing tires and putting on spares, <laughs> not because of my own like whatever. But like I've I've changed my own tire twice, hmm. like from flats. Mm-hmm. Right. But I've changed other people's tires like flat tires at least like five or six times. Um, usually it's I get a call from a friend. And they're like, hey, do you know how to change a tire? And I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, oh, I got a flat. And I was like, uh, yeah, what do you want me to do? Could you come here and do it for me? Because my friend is broke and <laughs> they don't want to pay because like they don't have the kind of insurance or whatever where like a roadside assistant call is free. Mm. But their buddy Mauricio is, I guess. <laughs> you know what I always do when that happens? What do you do? I go, hey, yeah, so what kind of phone are you calling me on? And they go, uh, iPhone 7 or whatever. And I go, great. Go ahead and download YouTube and search. Yeah. Well, not going to lie. Of those six, two of them were ladies that I wanted to be on the good side on, if you know what I mean. I know so, what you, mean. you know, got some brownie points there. Dated one of the two. So that was a 50% success rate on, you know, tire changing leading to date. Wow. Not that the two, um, it's not like one led to another, mm-hmm. but I'm not saying it didn't help. And you're also not saying it didn't lead to another. Exactly. I see what exactly. you're doing there. I get it. Yeah. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. Right. But I think also, I just like to think of me myself like as an ice person because the people who asked me are, were like the people who had asked me were close friends, like, yeah, or like good friends and like, um, or they were the two girls. Yeah. So, you know, that's different. But like, so of the... Four out of the six were good friends that I know if I had called them for something, they would have come for me kind of thing. Right. So yeah. like I did it. Also, it wasn't like super inconvenient. Like it's like a couple of them were on the weekend when I was doing nothing anyway. And it was like in my area. Mm-hmm. Another one happened while I was at work, but they were like, I don't know, four blocks away. I just took my break and went over there Yeah, and changed, you know, so it wasn't like whatever. Also, like if you work a desk job that you don't like um this didn't happen recently or anything like during my current job this was like a job when i had i lived in la mm-hmm. um when you work a desk job that you hate you kind of are willing to find any excuse to leave you know what i mean That's so true. like so like but it was funny though because like like i had a break saved right i could take my break but i knew i was going to be more than 10 or 15 minutes because mm-hmm. just you know driving there was gonna be like three to four minutes driving back is gonna be another three to four and then the actual cycle of changing the tire is going to be like 10 to 15 at least right mm-hmm. between Getting it out, jacking it up, take yada, yada. So I went to my manager and I was like, hey, dude, like my best friend in the whole, like I'm ta- I'm like this, I'm like hella talking it up. Like this person's like my best friend in the whole world and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know, I'm probably like 30 minutes, but like whatever. And he's like, oh, oh, it's that. Okay. You know what? Don't worry about it. Just, just take care of it. Right. Cause like, I didn't want, I didn't want to stay later. Cause like, I didn't like my job. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm not also promoting that people should do things to not work. But I guess I'm also a little bit on this binge because I just finished watching The Office. Mm. So it's that's all about how not to work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, too bad Jim dies. I know. It's a real bummer. I will say this, though. If you called me in the middle of the night and said, I have a flat tire and I need your help changing it, I would get in my car and I would drive all the way down to California, and I would help you change your tire. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. But that's that's a nice 
thought I would. Had. I would. I can't because, you know, we're currently in a situation where we can't really do that. But I right. would. Well, that's what I meant. You couldn't because, you know, quarantine and stuff. Right. But I would. If that weren't the case, like that's that is literally the only thing stopping me from doing that. Exactly. I believe you wholeheartedly. Yes. With your entire yep. heart. The entire thing. I wonder where that came yep. from wholeheartedly. I guess opposed to part heartedly. Yeah, yeah, I right. I I kinda just I'm I'm part heartedly agreeing with you here. Let's have some ASMR. Wait, no 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 no. Okay, guys, now I'm going to breathe. Did you hear me breathe? Mauricio doesn't want us to do ASMR on this episode. I think we should do it. I'm, I'm just kidding. Well, Mauricio, since we're coming to a close in today's episode, I thought it would be really good to play a little game. And what's that? Well, it's the game that we used to play when Shane was our friend. And he's still our friend, but he's currently a long-distance friend until next episode but the game is would you rather mm, i hate this game let's play okay let's play you first oh god okay um would you rather have all the money in the world and you know have like guaranteed success money cars whatever everything but in order to have that you would have to eat um snails every day or you can just live your life normally any regular food but you're never gonna be like rich and have like all the cars you want and all that stuff do i have to eat raw snails or like escargot like like cooked snails but it's gonna be like gross like it's slimy like it's not you know stuff like that right like like it doesn't have to just be snails but things that are like gross either like because they're slimy or they just taste bad like maybe they're delicacies in other parts of the world but like to you they're def like you're definitely gonna gag a little bit how much do I have to eat? Um, well, you have to feed yourself because you want to live and it's like that's the only thing I can eat. Um, I mean, you'll have some side dishes. No, I take normal life. OK. <laughs> oh, man, I don't know what I would do because I mean, like, do you think you could get used to the taste? But then I guess that's not really part of the question. That's not part of the question. That's the thing you said specifically that it's something that's just awful all the time. And I'm just yeah. not into that. Like, why would I suffer? I'd rather be happy and have a normal life than be miserable and be wealthy. I mean, like, yeah, that's, which I think most people would choose. Like, I think most people would choose to just have a normal, happy life than, a, you know, miserable, rich life. That yeah. said, you know, because people do say, you know, oh, money can't buy happiness. And it's like, yeah, that is true. But I would rather cry in a mansion. So, <laughs> right. There's that. Money can also buy you a jet ski. And have you ever seen a sad person on a jet ski? Hey, that's right. <laughs> I haven't. So, exactly. yeah, here's a would you rather for you. Mm-hmm. If you're talking, I definitely can't hear you. I'm thinking. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay, I got it. Would you rather be an astronaut or serve in the military? Keep in mind, both have extremely high levels of job hazard. Give me a minute. I'm thinking. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, I guess it depends. Um, I don't know. As a kid, I always wanted to be in the army to like be like a like a soldier, but like not like a modern day soldier, not like Vietnam. Like I wanted to like fight in World War Two. Yeah, because like America, 
You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like every World War II film you've ever seen, because they're basically all made in the U.S., like mm -hmm. all the famous ones anyway. Anyway, so like that's always been like a nostalgia, not even nostalgia, but like a thing, like a thing I like dream about, like about the olden days. But I'm like, God, that's terrible, you know, mm -hmm. and like modern warfare isn't like it's it's not much better. They just don't make it the same anymore. <laughs> right. And that's not even a good thing. No, but it's no, it is. But yeah, it's like it's true, though, because I would way rather be a soldier in back in the days where it was like guns that you had to worry about and not bombs or whatever, you know? Right. Like, obviously, they anyway. had grenades and stuff in World War Two, but it wasn't like IEDs every like I, that just like that is terrifying. Not that guns are. I mean, obviously, being shot at in World War Two, I'm sure is extremely terrifying. But I, yeah. Anyway, I think you get the yeah. point. I'm also I'm also pretty sure like the life expectancy of a soldier during then versus the life expectancy oh, yeah. of a soldier now. <laughs> I'm sure I'd rather be a soldier now on that statistic. Yes. Um. That said, so I think when it comes down to it, though, I would rather be an astronaut. Um. Just because, like, it's exploration. It's you know, something neat. Not anybody can do it or not everybody can do it. Um, you know, so like, sense. I think for, for those reasons, I would rather be an astronaut. Cause also like, um, you know, I don't know. I just, I think there's like a certain romance to it that that's really cool. Um, and it's also a little more uplifting than war. That makes sense. Well, now that we've all learned that Mauricio thinks it would be neat to be an astronaut, this has been rest period. I'm Chris. And I'm Mauricio. Neat. And I'm not Shane. Great. Great. Very great. Have you stopped recording? Mm, I can. Okay. All right. I've stopped now. Great. Now that Mauricio stopped recording, I've got you guys all to myself again. This is wonderful. He I can thinks just keep... I stopped recording. Oh, dang it. Mauricio, get out of here. This okay, is my okay. this is my this is my private little bubble where I just get this to say the time with that our I listeners. want to say. Yeah. This is our this is coffee with Chris. This is chat with. Wow. Way to steal from a certain person we both know. Oh. <laughs> I just. Re wow. That's how I knew that phrase. I was wondering, like, yeah, that is. <laughs> yeah. Valid. Uh, and what's even better is that both of your names start with C. So. Yeah, it works. That's the thing. It works. It just works. Anyway, get out of it here. Does. Shh. Okay. Shh. Okay. Shush. Bye. I'm shushing you. Shush. All right, listeners, here's the thing. Mauricio's birthday is coming up, and I think that we should all kind of get together and get him a present. What do you say to 3 million listeners this month? I think it's a great idea. Let's do it. This message is approved by Mauricio. Good night.